What's happening? How you doing, my man? If I was any better, I'd be you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on Perform. We really appreciate it, by the way. Thank you. So, you know, I've been uh, watching some of your videos before we got on this call, and I love the, like, I had never been on your closer program, but I was checking it out, and, and, and I was just curious, like, where did that whole, like, you decided you want to, you know, teach people how to close? Where did that come from? Well, closer school of today is simply a map to show subject matter experts how easy it is to generate 50000 a month in recurring revenue. Mm. With their knowledge. I show them how to virtualize it with our technology, monetize it with our technology, and then and market it. And ultimately, you know, that's an example. So nobody can say I'm full of shit. Mm. So I made another one called Closer School. Originally, I was a trainer. I started out as a trainer to go and compete with Grant Cardone and Joe Verde and all these guys in the car business. Then mm. ultimately decided to pivot and instead of compete, collaborate and serve them right? Because they had the bigger marketing budgets, the bigger names, and I didn't want to battle up against people with massive budgets. So I figured I'll just collaborate with them. Mm. I went to them and sold them my technology because I had accidentally and inadvertently developed a training system, keyword being system, mm. that's, that's far superior than any normal traditional training method. Mm. And for the last 20 years, I've just been perfecting the technology to allow us to do it more gracefully and and, and effectively than ever before. I've, I've watched your you know story. I, I actually first heard of you through a mutual friend of ours, Amy Manning. She told me about your technology, and I checked it out, and it, it looks amazing. But why don't you give my viewers, you know, just plug yourself. Give us a little bit of insight on what makes it different. Well, there's a couple of things that make it different. Number one, most systems are designed to host videos and give you access. Our system is designed to get you to learn. Yeah. So if you're trying to train somebody, you want a learning technology, not a hosting solution. Mm. That's number one. Number two, we give you the ability to create full motion interactive video content out of just regular video shot from an iPhone or any other camera. Mm. So, so it's, it, it gives you the ability to make interactive content. The value of inter interactive content is higher engagement, higher comprehension, why they're listening. Okay, why higher engagement? Because if I pop up within five seconds and ask you some questions and respond accordingly, you're paying more attention than just letting a video play for 30 minutes. Mm. So a lot of people are just selling you linear videos. Well, linear videos just play. Mm. Okay, interactive videos ask questions and adapt to the individual. Make sense? Mm. People yeah. learn differently. People have different needs, different experience levels. You don't train everybody the same way. A lot of people, you know, have various uh, issues that need to be addressed. And again, in some cases, not so much. So guess what? You can still play a normal video through it. But if you do it right, okay, and I've been doing it 20 years, I basically started the industry. No one was selling online training when I started. Mm. Nobody had a system to do it. Like I think Lightspeed's one of the oldest, if not the oldest in the space. Mm. So, so at the end of the day, there's a lot of differences. That's like saying, what's the difference between a, you know, a G550 and a freaking Ferrari? They're both badass, but guess what? G550 is not the same thing. Mm. But, but we, we allow you to create interactive content. We, we have a suite of services that anyone and everyone is going to need if they're going to sell courses online or develop a training system. Mm. Of any kind. We have it all right here. We've been doing it for 20 years. We can help you write, develop, produce, market, 
you know, under one roof. Otherwise, what people have to do is they have to make a system here, host the system here, uh, uh, market the system here, and you've got all these, you know, aggregated freaking resources to come up with one solution. We're just one solution under one roof. So that's a bonus, you know, and then, and then ultimately our brain trust and our network is second to none. Like, like I can show someone making a million dollars a month on their own, how to make 1.5 with no extra effort just by leveraging interactivity. I know that if I'm thinking it, a lot of other people are thinking it. Um, do you offer some sort of free trial? Yeah, there's a free trial right now, but the free trial, like wouldn't necessarily, sh I mean, go get a free trial. You'll be, you'll love what you see. But the things I'm talking about are, are almost um, intangibles. Mm. Right? Like, like right now, if you went and built a course to sell, you wouldn't think of half the things I would have you think about, mm. which is funny because when someone leaves here, they're like, well, we're going to think about it. And I'm like, well, that's funny. You want me to tell you what you need to think about? Cause you're going to go think about half of the things you need to think about. Right. Then you're going to come back and realize that you should have thought about more. How do I know? Because I'll tell you what you need to think about. And it's way more than you think. Okay. If you're going to, if you're going to win and be successful. Like, you you got to save that clip right now. What you just said, that's, that's closing right there. That, that, that think of, I'm going to tell you what to think about. Like that's closing. I like that. Well, it, it, at the end of the day, I leverage common sense. I have a protocol that I teach. It's called logic, logic selling. Leverage obvious gain, intelligence, and common sense. So that's all I'm doing. But ultimately, it's not that I'm trying to close somebody. I'm trying to give them the idea that, folks, if, if you're not an expert at selling courseware, you're probably going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars learning what I've already learned. Mm. Why would you go do it on your own? Mm. It makes zero sense. Okay? Just like, you know, I can, I can probably go build some cell towers and have my own cellular phone system, mm. but it's easier just to pay AT&T or Verizon. Mm. Like, let them go fix it and install the latest and greatest and all this other crap. I just want to talk on the phone. Mm. Well, if you just want to sell a course, you know, we can help you. If mm. you just want to train people better, maybe you're, you have employees or a large group or, or members of an association or a team in an MLM. I can show you how to train people better to develop their, their skill set to where you have an increase of productivity, you're decreasing your liability, and you're increasing your, your retention. Mm. So you combine those, dude, and it does unbelievable impact on companies, associations, et cetera. So why would you go try to do that on your own? And, and if you're like, well, we've been doing it on our own for years. Well, how are you doing with it? If you're happy with it, then maybe you don't need us. But the funny part is, I'll bet anybody that I could look at your training program and show you how to leverage Lightspeed to imp greatly improve it 100%. So, like, I've never talked to a company that was doing it all correctly. And where can people go to find out more information for people who aren't familiar on where to go? On Lightspeed? Yeah, lightspeed.com. Just go to lightspeedvt, as in Victor Tango, lightspeedvt.com. Have you ever done stand-up? Yes. Someone dared me. So I did 23 minute stand up for my first try. And, uh, you know, I think as an amateur, I killed it. But I think the material is what was so great. The execution from a professional stand perspective 
I, I was I was average at best. In other words, my 23 minutes professionally delivered would probably be one of the funniest stand-up sessions on planet Earth. However, it would have been probably seven minutes worth. Mm. Or if I was good, I would have I would have delivered in 23 or what I took 23 minutes to deliver. I would have did it in seven minutes, and I'd have had people in stitches. So I, yeah, I think you'd be a wicked stand-up. I think you'd be hilarious, honestly. I, I would agree. I would agree. But yeah. the problem is, is, you know, I try to do things with a purpose. Like, what's the purpose of that? Make everybody laugh? I'm trying to make everybody rich. Like, I got other things to do than, than stand-up comedy. Now, if I wanted to be a stand-up comic, it's a hell of an opportunity to craft your, or hone your craft and, you know, entertain at the same time. And, you know, there'd be a purpose behind it. But I did the thing because I was dared. And then everyone said, you're going to keep doing it? And I said, no. And they're like, dude, you could be freaking one of the greats. And I said, I don't want to be a stand-up comic. I would say you could give Joe Rogan some run for his money if you practice. Honestly. Hey, tell, tell Joe Rogan. Everybody, everybody hashtag and, and, and at Joe Rogan so he listens to this. <laughs> hey, listen, I respect the hell out of Joe Rogan. Um, I think the reason uh, someone might say what you just said is only because I think I come across as comfortable and authentic as Joe Rogan. Most, most people doing this, you know, they're a little bit, you know, either starstruck by who they're talking to or they don't really have an opinion of their own because they're not, you know, really educated and or read up on the subject. So, like, when Joe Rogan interviews people, you know, it's a freaking, it's a conversation. Yeah, no, and I agree. And I think, I think you're right. I think I would give him a run for his money. But Dude, I just want him on my podcast. Tell me about your training routine. Are you training, like, working out a lot? Like, let's talk about that a little bit. Well, no, no. I just started working out again most recently. Um, ultimately, I always pay attention. There's things that I call uh, the million-dollar morning. Hmm. So if I just gave you a million dollars and asked you to describe how it make you feel, I'd probably hear, you know, excited, freaking enthusiastic, freaking pumped up relieved or whatever. Now, if I said, I'll give you a million dollars, but you can't wake up tomorrow, you'd say, well, of course not. So most people don't understand that waking up in the morning is worth more than a million dollars. But yet people aren't excited. They're not enthusiastic. They're not optimistic. It makes no sense. You just got a gift. Every morning you get a gift more valuable than a million dollars. And yet you're still in a mood. Like, like you, you're still complaining that you got to go to work. You're complaining that you, that you got to drive a car. Okay. That's why you're driving a car. Okay. At the end of the day, man, wake up with gratitude and get your perspective in the right place to where you wake up and you realize that in itself is a gift. And now you get to drive your car. Thank God. Right. So at the end of the day, get your perspective right. And then there's four key areas you want to focus on. Number one, your health, because you don't want to give that up. So I focus on my health by simply spending 15 to an hour based on the day and, and, my, and my time, 15 minutes to an hour, just getting my blood pumping and making sure I eat one nutritious meal. Now, during COVID, I freaking ate far more than I should have. Why? Because you can go anywhere. And, you know, it was an excuse to finally freaking have no discipline. Anyway, I gained a few COVID pounds, but, but ultimately in the morning, the health then I focus on relationships. I'll text five people every day, tell them freaking I love them, I appreciate them, whatever it may be, depending on who it is. But I focus on relationships because that's the new currency. Then I focus on how do I drive revenue today? So I'm focusing on my money. And then I pick up a book and I read a little bit of it. Why? Well, because I need to get new information. How, the, reason, 
The reason people want new information every day is because that's how we change our minds. And if, you're, if you want to change what you're getting, you have to change what you're doing. And if you want to change what you're doing, you have to change what you believe because your actions are based on your beliefs. So the reason you do what you do and choose how you choose and all of that is based on your beliefs, right? So if you want to change your mind so you can change your actions, so you can change your results, well, you have to seek new information because that's how your mind changes. Like you might have thought, damn, dude, I thought Brad was a dick. Then I talked to him. He was totally cool. Well, what changed? What, what, what's the difference? Well, I got new information. Oh, okay. So if I want new information every day to, to, to get new results, I'm going to get it every day before I even go out and, and start dealing with life. So every single morning, I call it the million dollar morning. I wake up and realize it's worth more than a million bucks. That puts my mind in the right perspective and allows me to get up excited and enthusiastic and optimistic. And then I go focus on my health real quick, get it out of the way, invest in me. I focus on my relationships. I focus on my money and I focus on learning new information. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Then, 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 then I go attack the day. And what does the rhino do when the rhino doesn't feel like being the rhino? Like, what's the get mindset? How do you get yourself going? Like, I'm sure there's days where you're like, I don't want to do this, whatever it is. A rhino, a rhino does what it wants and nobody stops it. So on days I don't feel like doing anything, the rhino just doesn't do anything. And I, and I, and I don't feel guilty about it. Why? Well, because that's, that's, again, learned bullshit. You know, people are all, you know, trying to feel guilty about doing shit, eating a piece of cake. It's like, dude, listen. It, what's what, how's life worth living if you don't ever taste it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you got all these people grinding their faces off and missing their family. Mm. You know, next thing you know, their kids are graduating. You ain't even been to a soccer game, and and you know, well, my company's six times what it was. Well, so what? You ain't getting that time back. You couldn't have spent a little less time working. Well, sure, if your priorities were right. Well, how do I make priorities? I just very simply put the two things up. And I say, if I had to do without one, which would it be? So it's like, well, how do you, how do you determine uh, business and family? Well, if I had to do without one, what would I do? Well, I'd do without the business before I lost my family, right? My children specifically. Hmm. Okay, so that means children are the priority. So if they need me, well, then I'm going to go home and I'm going to pay attention to them a week, a month, a year, whatever's required. But guess what? If you have a, if you have a good, solid foundation at home they don't need you as much as you want to think they do okay they don't need you very much you can work your ass off and still give quality time to your kids so at the end of the day it's just a priority you know what i mean i want to cover one last thing okay who who because you know your personality is is a big a personality who can put bradley in his place is it your wife who puts you in your place when it's like you've gotten a little bit too far or you want to whatever in, in, in your day to day, maybe you've taken it too far. Is there anybody who can actually simmer the, the rhino or no? Number one law, the law, like authority, like I follow the law. If the law tells me I'm break. If someone came and said, stop, you're breaking the law. I'd stop. Um, you know, so the law could do that. And then, you know, anyone that could theoretically kick my ass. Why? <laughs> I don't want my ass kicked at that particular time. So I'd probably stop right on the spot there. Um, but other than that, nobody really. Why? Well, because. Uh, well, maybe one more category. Mentors. Why? Well, because, dude, I, I've learned that, you know, you don't have to have all the answers. People that have already achieved something could give you sound advice that you should follow, 
right? A fool represents himself in court. However, I've done so in one. So at the end of the day, you got to figure out who's the one giving you advice. And then they could probably get me to stop, you know? Why? Well, because they've convinced me that their way is better. So technically, anybody could do that. My wife has done it. You know, I want to go here. I want to go here. I'm excited. And she reasons with me why that's not a very good idea at the time. My children have done it. You know, my accountant has done it plenty of times. Um, so, I mean, pretty much anybody could, but it's not, it's not really uh, often. And here's why. Because, because you have to convince me that what I'm doing may be the wrong thing. And it's very hard to convince me of that only because I'm under the belief that you should make decisions quickly and very slowly change them. The, 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 because most people's decision-making ability is, is a key factor in their demise or success. The, the choices that we make determine the road we take. When you boil it down to the simplicity of it all, it boils down to the choices. You see someone succeeding more than likely, they are making good choices. See someone homeless and, and living a life of hell, they're making bad choices, right? That's what boils down to. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when someone makes decisions and choices, inherently, I think we know good from bad. Um, it's not always easy to navigate business and things like that, which is why you'd seek out someone who's already done it. But if you're afraid to make a decision and you rarely make a decision, that's, that's a decision, even though it's not a decision. You're deciding not to make a decision, which means you're not progressing. You have to make a decision. Which road are you going to take? So I believe in making quick decisions and then correcting them often. Thank you. Honestly, honestly, it was great. If you ever come to Vegas, dude, swing by and be on my podcast. I will definitely. I would love that. <laughs>